right, and welcome aboard, folks. Monday night edition, Philip Ward Show. I guess we finally got our answer. Now, the last plane leaving Afghanistan left today at 3.29 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, if you do the calculation, just check out the world time, you'll find out that in Kabul, Kabul is uh, eight and a half hours ahead of us. So I guess Joe had to stick by his promise and make sure that there wasn't a reaction caused by the Taliban and that our last plane left, again, eight and a half hours ahead, at 11.59 p.m. August 30th, obviously, which is today, ensuring that we were gone by August 31st, Afghanistan time. Forget about leaving Americans behind because that's what Joe did and the Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, I was just listening to him, you know, he didn't. And by the way, after uh, he gives his speech that Blinken, by the way, this says, just walks away. I, he doesn't care less, whatever. I mean, uh, we left a few hundred over there. I, it's fine. You know, we've heard it could be a hundred, could be 250. I'm hearing reports that there could be as many as a thousand Americans that are still stranded in Afghanistan. Nobody truly knows the real number. And if they do, they're not going to let us know, especially, I mean, it, it, it's politics. That's what this whole thing has been right from the beginning. Joe wants to make sure that when September 11th comes around next month that he can say, well, I got all of our troops out of Afghanistan. You know, the Afghan allies that we have over there that have helped us for these 20 years that we've been in Afghanistan, forget about those people that we left behind that the Taliban are going door to door looking for them. And we shared a kill list with them, for goodness sakes. This whole Biden withdrawal from Afghanistan has to be described as a complete and utter failure. And you know what? You look back through Joe's life, he's been nothing but a failure. I Joe, and, and how about Joe today, right? And, and this is literally an exact quote from him. I'm going to read it word for word for you, okay? So he's um talking uh, with FEMA, obviously. By the way, uh, quick side note, Hurricane Ida uh, and what it's doing down south and particularly uh, Louisiana, you know, I, our thoughts and prayers on this program all go out to everyone who's been affected by Hurricane Ida. I mean, it has been so sad uh, to see what's going on. God bless uh, those people in Louisiana and try your best to stay uh, as safe as possible throughout. So Joe, exact quote today, ready? Three, two, one. I'm here, uh, 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 the FEMA's directors, uh, on, uh, uh, the FEMA director, Chris, well, she, she's on, and I'm here with, uh, my, my senior advisor, and by the way, and a boy, he says, and a boy who knows Louisiana very, very well, man, and, and New Orleans, Cedric Richmond, folks, that is literally the President of the United States' exact quote today, because he cannot formulate a sentence without error. It's, 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 oh, and the, what do you hear from the Democratic Party? And, 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 and Democrats who, and I think this number is dwindling. I really do. Democrats who still support Joe Unity Biden, which how you can at this point in time is completely 
beyond me. But they always say, oh, well, it's his stutter. He's had a stutter his whole life. Folks, all you have to do is go back. Just check out Joe Biden debating Paul Ryan, for example. Joe Concha from The Hill is always talking about it. Just check it out. Check out that debate. Look at how Joe Biden acts in that debate. Look at Joe Biden now. The guy that we're supposed to look to as the commander-in-chief, as the most powerful man in the entire world. He is cognitively declining. He is gone mentally. He's a complete embarrassment, and he has failed this country over and over again. And and the supposed, right, 81 million people that voted for Joe Unity Biden, where, is the, where are they right now? Where are all of their voices supporting Joe Biden and this debacle that was a withdrawal from Afghanistan? How come Joe didn't just follow the Donald Trump model, which I've spoken about before, where you get the civilians out first, get our Americans out, don't strand them in Afghanistan, where now they're being controlled in a country run by the Taliban, terrorists, who last Thursday, you better believe they let us down. I mean, we're supposed to believe that the ISIS-K and the Taliban are the fiercest of enemies. I'm not buying it as far as I'm concerned. And guess what? It's, it, it, it's simple to point out. The Taliban were supposed to be securing Hamid Karzai International Airport in Kabul so that Americans who were stranded were able to get out of Afghanistan, kind of like the United States federal government was instructing them to do. Then we get this report last week, Wednesday, that says, well, actually, don't go to Karzai Airport because there could be a terrorist attack and lo and behold early Thursday morning that's exactly what happened a terrorist attack killing 13 American heroes call them what they are they are American heroes they put their lives on the line lost their lives for this country serving this great nation which Joe Biden is doing everything in his power to completely destroy you get the civilians out first then you get our military equipment out. Then you destroy our bases in Afghanistan. And by the way, uh, Donald Trump was always talking about keeping Bagram uh, open in Afghanistan and making sure that we still uh, had control of it. Uh, and by the way, the New York Post today uh, in their paper, right at, uh, the editorial board writes an op-ed about uh, General Milley and how he should just resign in disgrace. It's a great uh, article. We'll get to that a little later on in the program. But, you know, if you just followed that method, Joe, things probably would have gone a lot better. And how do we know that? Well, we look at the last 18 months in Afghanistan and not one single American was killed. Joe Biden, little over seven months in the office and we've already lost 13 american heroes because of joe biden's incompetency and if you look at joe biden's record in these seven months what has he done right honestly what has he done right he's got over 1 million illegal aliens that have flooded through our southern border because of his open border policy you look at Joe even trying to speak. I mean, he hardly takes questions from reporters. Now, if Donald Trump did that, 
there'd be outrage. I mean, there would be an uproar of mainstream media outlets, the PPP media, just say, well, well, Donald Trump isn't transparent at all. What is this administration trying to hide? Well, I want to know what the most least transparent administration we've ever seen in our lifetime when it comes to Joe Unity and all that are around him. And we keep hearing from Joe. Uh, well, they told me not to take questions. Joe, who is telling you? I mean, is the think about this. Is the United States president, is he compromised and controlled by countries like China and Russia and Iran so far away? Because those are the only countries that have benefited so far under Joe Unity's presidency. He does illegal things. He lies to the American people. He's a complete and utter disgrace. And I don't know if he has any idea of what's going on, but at this point, I truly could care less. I am disgusted with Joe Unity Biden. If he knows in his head, and you have Jill Biden around, you have Ron Klain around, his chief of staff, you have, well, I would say you have Kamala Harris around, but she's nowhere to be found, ever. Our vice president is literally invisible. That's how bad this administration is. And I tell you what, I've said it before, she has completely distanced herself from Joe. I mean, she literally flew to Vietnam to distance herself from Joe Unity. And, the, and again, we don't know if it's the decisions that he's making, if it's a decision that is being made by the Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, if it's the Defense Secretary, Lloyd Austin, uh, Joint Chiefs of State, you know, uh, Millie. We don't, folks, we have no idea what's going on. But I tell you what, though, as far as these 13 American heroes go, and I promised on the program on Friday that once the names uh, were released, ended up we were a day early uh, in the program on Friday. It came out on uh, Saturday, uh, the uh, Marines, I think, tweeting it. Uh, I have it here in front of me, Military Times, that we were going to honor uh, uh, these uh, men and women, brave men and women uh, who died because, literally, by the way, because of Joe unity biden there is no one else that he can possibly blame we have 13 u.s service members who are dead because of joe unity biden so far that's what his legacy entails as president of the united states uh you look at the open borders policy right you look at as, as far as covid goes and mask mandates and 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 even after you're vaccinated well you still have to wear a mask you know right in line with the dncdc and the teachers unions which again i believe that this all of this is coming from teachers unions and i'll tell you what as far as teachers go quick side note limbs of tiktok on the twitter box hilarious page they, they pointed out uh a teacher who was literally telling her students, by the way, this happens in the USS, the United Socialist State of California, which I don't even know why we call it a state anymore. Although I tell you what, though, we do have a chance to change that. Well, Californians have a chance to, uh, to change that as far as Larry Elder goes, who is a phenomenal candidate, you know, who actually cares about minority communities and has spent, I think, 27 years as a talk radio host, one of the best talk radio hosts in the entire country you know who who always argues with facts and logic and reason and i think he would be a fantastic governor uh in the state of california i don't trust the malin ballots that are going on over there i really don't i think they'll do their best to screw larry elder and make sure that he doesn't become governor but i tell you what if the support is 
overwhelming uh, for uh, Elder. There's a, uh, listen, you know, it is California, take it with a grain of salt, but there is a slight chance that California uh, could elect Larry Elder. And again, Newsom's just been a disaster, but you look at his mask mandates and yet he puts his kids in private school and they're still learning. Oh, you know, that's, that's encompassed. That goes with Joe Unity Biden as well. And he wants mask mandates for private companies. He's got the U.S. military having to get uh, mask man uh, uh, forcing the vaccine upon them. I mean, it's funny the 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 party who claims to be pro-choice, boy, when it comes to this vaccine, right? Which even after you get the vaccine, still people getting COVID, still people spreading COVID. A lot of it doesn't add up, as far as uh, I'm concerned. Uh, but anyway, folks. So I want to. First and foremost, be, be, before we get into Joe's lies, before we get into the absolute disgraceful performance that he put on yesterday, folks, we need to honor the 13 U.S. service members. So I have in front of me Military Times um, writes, here are the names of the 13 U.S. service members killed in the Afghanistan attack. And again, folks, I'm not the best with names. I will try my very best. So a Thursday attack outside the Hamid Karzai International Airport, Kabul, Afghanistan, killed 13 U.S. service members supporting Operation Freedom's Sentinel. 11 Marines, one Navy Corpsman, and one soldier were killed as a result of an enemy attack while supporting non-combatant evacuation operations. The names were released 24 hours after families of the deceased were notified. Oh, and folks, um, there was actually two Gold Star fathers who were just on uh, Fox News, which I'll get into that in a second. I wrote down uh, the quotes that they said, and it will shock you. Uh, so for the Marine Corps, the deceased are Sergeant Johanny Rosario, uh, Pichardo, 25 years old. How about that, folks? Same age as me. Sergeant Nicole Lee G, 23 years old of Sacramento, California. Uh, by the way, Pichardo from uh, uh, Lore, is it Lawrence, Massachusetts. Uh, Sergeant uh, Staff Sergeant Darren T. Hoover, 31 years old, Salt Lake City, Utah. Corporal Hunter. Lopez, 22 of Indio, California. Corporal Dagan W. Page, 23 years old, Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, Corporal Humberto A. Sanchez, 22 years old of Logansport, Indiana. Lance Corporal David L. Espinoza, 20, 20 years old, not even uh, legal to drink in the United States. 20 years old. Never going to see his family again. Lance Corporal Jared M. Schmitz, 20 years old, St. Charles, Missouri. I, the, the, again, another one here, 20 years old. Uh, Lance Corporal Riley J. McCollum, 20 years old, Jackson, Wyoming. Lance Corporal Dylan R. Mirola, 20 years old, Rancho Cucamonga, California. Lance Corporal Kareem uh, M. Nikawi, 20 years old, Norco, California. And those are, folks, those are all the Marines that put their life on the line for this country. So sad, folks, so sad. Um, Navy Corps, for the Navy, Navy Corpsman Maxton W. 
Soviak, Berlin Heights, Ohio. For the Army, Star, uh, excuse me, Staff Sergeant Ryan K. Canass, uh, 23 years old, Corrington, Tennessee. Now, the oldest on that list, by the way, and again, our hearts and prayers go out to all the families of those um, that perished in the uh, attack last Thursday. God love them and God love their families. Seriously, all the prayers in the world should go to the, the again, folks, the most brave, the most courageous individuals that we have in this country. People that, that, that die for this country. God love them all. Um, so they were honored yesterday. And I truthfully don't know how to describe this. My anger after seeing this with Joe Biden was literally at an all-time high. And I can't stand Joe Unity. That's saying a lot. Let me give you the headline, folks. You may or may not have heard about this. Joe Biden slammed for appearing to look at his watch during ceremony for dead Marines. I want you to think about that, folks. As they were honoring these 13 U.S. service members, Biden uh, is, is is standing there, and he you know he does his salute, and he's literally looking down at his watch. Joe, those 13 service members are dead directly because of you. Where do you have to be? You don't have time to honor the 13 service members that you killed? No time for that at all. Where's he got to be? Out to go get an ice cream? Out to go get a nap? What a disgraceful son of a gun Joe Biden is. He really, truthfully, folks, the whole Biden family, take a look at Hunter Biden. Take a look at Joe, Jill. All total scumbags, total pieces of trash who could care less about dead service members. Oh, I got somewhere to be. I think we better hurry this up. What a disgraceful idiot he is. Biden met with the families of the troops killed in the attack. Also attended the dignified transfer of the fallen troops, a military ritual, receiving the remains of those killed in foreign combat while at Dover Air Force Base yesterday. During the event, Joe Biden looks down at his watch and Fox writes this up, sparking criticism from conservatives. There should be criticism from Democrats as well. Where's Nancy Pelosi, by the way? Where's Charles E. Schumer, right? They say nothing about what's going on at Afghanistan. They should be openly out there calling for Joe Biden to resign. Seven months, seven months, and he hasn't done a thing right. For Americans, the only countries he's helping, China, Russia, Iran. Quote, uh, Nicholas Fonacara, news analyst for a media research center, tweeting out the video. Quote, it's true. Joe Biden checked his watch during the dignified transfer of the service members killing in Afghanistan at the airport. You can see him jerk his left hand to pull the watch out from under his sleeve then look down at it. What a disgraceful human being Joe Biden is. 13 are dead because of Joe. He's got no time for it at all. Uh, Governor Mike Huckabee writing uh, yesterday, 
Many of us remember when George H.W. Bush, that is President Bush 41, checked his watch during a debate and how awful it looked, even though we all felt the same way about that debate. But this is shocking and will be remembered, he says. Now, we just got uh, ju literally uh, not about an hour ago on Fox News, the fa uh, Gold Star father, Darren Hoover, whose uh, son, Marine Staff Sergeant uh, Taylor Hoover just talked about, was killed in Kabul, alleging that he said this, quote, it wasn't just one of them. It wasn't just one time Joe looked at his watch. It happened every single one. Every single one of the 13 fallen service members, every single time Joe was looking at his watch. It's disgusting. Beyond disgraceful. He's just saying to the families, well, I could care less if your son or daughter died. I don't care. I, I got somewhere to be. Gold Star Father Mark Schmitz, whose son, Marine Lance Corporal Jared Schmitz, killed in Kabul, saying, quote, I actually leaned into my son's mother's ear and I said, I swear to God, if he checks his watch one more time, I found it to be the most disrespectful thing I've ever seen. And that's, and by the way, that's how all Democrats, folks, feel about our military. They don't care if they die. They really don't. Jen Psaki saying today, uh, well, the men and women who gave their lives, that doesn't take the place of all the progress, right? And Joe, but, uh, Joe yesterday also saying this quote. So Joe's at this meeting uh, of FEMA uh, for Hurricane Ida, and he's asked, right? Well, he, he says this first. I'm not supposed to take any questions but go ahead again pointing out i'm not supposed to take any questions i don't know who's telling him that he's not supposed to do that probably president xi or putin and china and russia uh but he says but go ahead he gets asked the first question obviously joe with to uh, what we thought was two days to go before the last plane leaves afghanistan that obviously you're going to be questioned about afghanistan and he says this quote, no, uh, no, no, I'm not going to take, uh, I'm not going to answer anything about Afghanistan. Now, walks right up, by the way, walks the wrong way, then has to circle back like Jen Psaki and go the right way. I, folks, it's beyond disgraceful how disgusting this piece of human trash is. And unfortunately, we have to call him our president. This is in the Washington Compost today. Um, and, 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 and this ain't the only time I'm going to reference the Washington Compost today because I have a story here from them as well about the Taliban saying that they'd hold off as far as Kabul goes and the United States said no. It's like, again, are you kidding me, Joe? How stupid can you be? Uh, but anyway, so here's a uh, part of a Washington Compost story today as Joe was meeting with the families of the 13 killed service members. One of McCollum's sisters, now this is uh, Riley McCollum uh, who died. Uh, one of McCollum's sisters, Royce, said she and her sister and her father joined McCollum's wife, uh, Genia McCollum, on the trip. But when it came time to meet with the president, they left the room. Because, she said, they did not want to speak with the man 
they held responsible, rightfully, by the way, for McCollum's death. Only Genia, uh, who is expecting the couple's child next month, how sad is that to say, right? A child that's never going to be able to meet his father, who's expecting the child's, uh, the couple's child next month. She's the only one that stayed. But she left disappointed, Roy said. The president, of course, of course he had to do this, brought up his son, Bo, according to her account, describing his son's military service and subsequent death from cancer. It struck the family as scripted and shallow. A conversation that lasted only a couple of minutes in, quote, total disregard to the loss of our Marine, Roy said. Quote, Roy saying, you can't F up as bad as he did and say you're sorry. This did not need to happen. And every life is on his hands. Perfectly said. Absolutely. 110% correct. These 13 service members did not have to die. But because of Joe Unity Biden and because of how stupid he is and because of how inept he is, they are now gone. Now, uh, the last plane left today, as I said, folks, 329 in the afternoon. General McKenzie, quote, we did not get everybody out that we wanted to get out. So therefore, we have Americans who are now hostages in Afghanistan and remember this quote now this interview it aired August 19th um Thursday uh uh two weeks ago uh ABC News it was conducted August 18th though the Wednesday taped by uh the former Clinton lackey George Stephanopoulos have it right here in front of me folks full transcript of ABC News's George Stephanopoulos interview with President Joe Biden. I'll read you some exact quotes word for word. Stephanopoulos says, all troops are supposed to be out by August 31st. Even if Americans and our Afghan allies are still trying to get out, they're going to leave? He asks, Joe, we're going to do everything in our power to get all Americans out and our allies out. So then Stephanopoulos asks, so Americans should understand that troops might have to be there beyond August 31st. Joe says, no, Americans should understand that we're going to try to get it done before August 31st. Then Stephanopoulos says, but if we don't, the troops will stay. He says, if, if we don't, we'll determine at the time who's left. Most important part of this interview, folks, Stephanopoulos says, and, and Joe says this, get ready. And if you're an American force, if there's American citizens left, we're going to stay to get them all out. That didn't happen. His own secretary of state, even going by, if you go by the small number that Anthony Blinken laid out, that, that didn't happen. It's as simple as that. We're gone. We didn't stay like Joe promised. So all those Americans, all those Afghan interpreters, all those SIV recipients, we're gone. And 
You are now stranded. You are now hostages because of Joe Unity Biden. Anthony Blinken just saying this. Blinken uh, pledging support to Americans left in Afghanistan. Really? Because Joe said that we were going to stay there until everyone was out. Obviously, that didn't happen. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken pledged ongoing support to what he described as the small number of Americans still in Afghanistan. Blinken said the State Department does not have an exact figure on the number of Americans still in the country, though it is believed to be under 200 and likely closer to 100. This guy's got no idea. He added that efforts to determine an exact number, well, they're complicated by longtime residents of Afghanistan who have American passports and are trying to determine whether or not they want to leave. Uh, I would think that a lot of Americans want to leave Afghanistan, seeing as how the Taliban is going door to door and executing anyone that they can find on their kill list that the United States government gave to them. Our commitment to them, Blinken says, and to all Americans in Afghanistan and everyone in the world, well, that continues. The protection and welfare of Americans abroad remains the State Department's most vital and enduring mission. If an American in Afghanistan tells us that they want to stay for now, and then in a week or a month or a year, they reach out and say, well, I've, I've changed my mind. No, we'll, we'll help them leave. And then, he, and then he's done, closes his little folder, walks away, that's it. Reporter asks, does the, does the administration regret its word that no Americans would be left behind? Nah, he, uh, he ain't answering any questions. Off he goes, turns, walks away. Just like the commander-in-chief does when he's being yelled questions. Just walks away, forget about it, I don't care. Uh, and then, Blinken says that, quote, The Taliban seeks international legitimacy and support. The Taliban can do that. So I guess that they're still, they still want to trust the Taliban. And what are they making Afghanistan? Are the Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan? I mean, really, folks, it's such a bad and dire situation. All And again, none of it had to happen. None of it had to. But because of Joe Unity, this is the position that we're in. Here's a headline today. Now, this was in the Washington Compost. Taliban offered Kabul to the U.S., but the Americans said no. How about that? According to the Washington Post, the U.S. had an opportunity to hold the city of Kabul only to willingly turn it over. When Afghanistan's president, Ashraf Ghani, fled the country, by the way, with like millions of dollars and like cars and stuff on a helicopter, it's completely insane. The city began to collapse as gangs were reported to be taking over. This led to U.S. military leaders meeting and reaching an agreement with the Taliban, a U.S. official telling this to the Washington Compost. Quote, we have two options to deal with it. This is the Taliban leader, Abdul Ghani Baradar, so we have two options. You, the United States military, take responsibility for securing Kabul or you have to allow us to do it. Why? Why did we not secure, at least, if we weren't going to secure the whole city, why did we not at least secure the airport? 
the Taliban were saying, here, you guys can secure it. Literally, uh, right, faced with the decision of whether to accept control over Kabul or allow the Taliban to do so, the U.S. opted for the latter. You, the Taliban, you go ahead and secure Kabul. Well, they were supposed to secure the city. They're supposed to secure the airport. That didn't happen. 13 Americans are dead because that didn't happen. This gave President Biden's insistence on withdrawing from Afghanistan by August 31st. It's all about that, folks. He wanted to make sure September 11th we had no one over there so he could take a victory lap here in the United States. Remember when the media were crucifying Donald Trump and, and the picture that he took next to the church, right? He had protesters cleared for a photo op. This is all for a photo op. That's what this is all about. It is all about politics. Joe doesn't care if Americans are dead. Obviously, he's busy trying to get on with his day. It must have had an important meeting. Had to look at his watch for it. What a joke. Now, as part of the agreement, the U.S. assumed control of Kabul's airport until the end of the month to facilitate its exit while the Taliban ruled the city. According to the Post report, the Taliban had no intention of taking control of Kabul that day. But prior to Ghani's departure, the U.S. had not anticipated it either as several top officials, and get this, remember this, several top officials had reportedly been on vacation. New York Post headline, just real quick on this. Uh, Blinken was, this is today by the way, Blinken was vacationing in Hamptons hours before Kabul fell. On the Friday morning, before the fall of Kabul on August 15th, many senior White House staffers prepared to go on vacation after Biden left for his Camp David retreat. Blinken headed to the Hamptons. His family has a long-time presence in East Hampton, where Blinken's father, Donald Blinken, U.S. Ambassador to Hungary under President Bill Clinton's Slick Willie, has lived seasonally on Lily Pond Lane for some 50 years, the East Hampton Star reporting that. So again, that uh, New York Post headline uh, article corroborating exactly what the Washington Post is saying, which is exactly what we all knew was true right from the beginning. That even Joe Biden, remember it was Biden and Saki and Blinken, all on vacation. They had to drag Joe back on that Monday to give us 15-minute release, then whoop, right back off to vacation. Who cares what's going on? Now listen to this. Taliban commander Muhammad Nasir Haqqani was surprised by the outcome. After he and his men reached the city, they awaited instructions. Later that, that day, they went in, occupied the palace in under an hour. Said this, quote, we didn't see a single soldier or police. We couldn't control our emotions. We were so happy. Most of our fighters were crying. Listen to this. This is the Taliban uh, commander saying this. Quote, we never thought we would take Kabul so quickly. Well, when you have a guy like Joe Biden, right, who's supposed to be 
dick uh, supposed to be uh you know in charge of the united states that's exactly what happens what a joke we 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 never thought we would take gobble so quickly what a joke uh richard angle uh nbc foreign affairs correspondent saying this today calling it the worst capitulation of western values in our lifetimes even by the way propaganda news cnn going after the biden administration and clarissa ward who's been on the ground in afghanistan and saying this exact quote about a family in texas they have been they had been going to the airport for two weeks trying desperately to get out they all have american passports by the way but they couldn't get past the Taliban. CNN's uh, Caitlin Collins saying that Biden said U.S. troops would remain on the ground until every single American who wanted to leave Afghanistan had left. But the bottom line is there are still Americans in Afghanistan who want to leave. Even Jake Tapper, fake Jake Tapper, saying it has been an ugly exit. It has not been an exit that every American in Afghanistan has been able to leave. Fox News uh, national security correspondent Jennifer Griffin saying, quote, Americans, including children, completely abandoned by Joe Biden after multiple attempts to get into the Kabul airport. Jennifer Griffin also saying, any American citizen who is left behind is vulnerable to hostage taking i mean i would argue they're already at that point we we've left as 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 far as our country goes we're gone all those americans and afghan allies who are left there are now hostages and by the way did you hear about this this weekend here's a headline for you in the new york magazine u.s strike against isis said to have killed 10 civilians how we got that wrong is beyond me remember compare that to donald trump who dropped the moab the mother of all bombs killing 94 isis fighters and not one single civilian a u.s drone strike targeting a suspected isis k suicide bomber in kabul yesterday killed at least 10 Afghan civilians, get this right, including seven children. Family members of those killed told the New York Times that the strike occurred as Zamari Ahmadi, who was an who was employed by a nonprofit, arrived home in his white Toyota Corolla in the courtyard of his walled family compound. A missile fired by a U.S. drone strike, stri uh, U.S. drone struck a nearby vehicle as Amadi's family members, including several small children, came outside to greet him. Folks, beyond heartbreaking. How does that happen right now? And and I think that that, along with everything we've heard so far from uh general mark milley in his white rage well i i don't know why why there's white rage and why i'm so mad as a white person right telling congress that well in today's paper in the new york times the post editorial board writing this quote the fatal failure of general mark milley over closing bagram air base president biden claims that the 
military advised him to close Bagram Air Base in Afghanistan and instead use Kabul's airport to evacuate Americans. They were the ones who said the Afghan army would hold and that the pullout would go smoothly. Well, if Biden is telling the truth, this disaster is on Milley's watch or Biden is lying, which is the more likely scenario based on what sources inside the administration are saying. And Milley failed to do his duty and push back against a commander in chief who was making deadly decisions. Either way, he is derelict in his duty and must either take responsibility for what went wrong or tell Americans the truth about their president. Biden was reportedly so intent on drawing down the number of troops in Afghanistan to less than a thousand, a force not large enough to secure Bagram, that we gave up its strategic advantage. Not only that, but we left in the dead of the night, abandoning weapons and vehicles to the Taliban and demoralizing our Afghan allies. And by the way, on that point, there was a video today that surfaced of the Taliban wearing our clothing, wearing military equipment, wearing military clothing, and, and, and there was a video of a helicopter, right? One of our helicopters, the Taliban, flying it with a person hanging from the bottom of it. Those are the people that this Biden administration trusted. Think about that. Uh, that forced Marines to protect the perimeter of Hamid Karzai International Airport, a situation that the parent of one of the 13 service members who lost their lives compared to a, quote, turkey shoot. Biden should never have left the safety of evacuating Americans in the hands of the Taliban or put these young men and women in such danger. It's hard to think of a worse way to handle this pullout. Oh, Biden likes to blame former President Donald Trump's deal with the Taliban for the situation. But even setting aside that Biden could have negotiated to extend the deadline, he's been president since January. Milley has been chairman of the Joint Chiefs since 2019. What have they been doing all these months? The U.S. could have organized an evacuation from Bagram and held the base until August 31st or longer if necessary. Instead, though, Milley spent his time defending critical race theory to Congress while Joe Biden ate ice cream. And the response of this administration, well, let's talk about COVID and climate change and putting our kids in debt for generations. Biden yesterday turned away from reporters, saying he'd only talk about Hurricane Ida. Biden and the generals, though, cannot bear to hear the truth. Marine uh, Corps Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller posted that, quote, people are upset. By the way, this guy's been fired, by the way, uh, Scheller, because he said this in a video. People are upset because their senior leaders let them down and none of them are raising their hands and accepting response, uh, responsibility or accountability or saying, we messed this up. For this, he was stripped of command. Scheller knew he was risking his career, but honesty was more important. Will Milley show such courage? And I think, folks, I think we all know the answer to that. Of course, he's not. He's worried about critical race theory and white rage. Folks, this administration has been nothing short of a complete disaster. 
They're beyond disgusting. Joe Biden's a scumbag. And I think this whole country, we, by the way, we have a chance. We have a chance in California uh, in the recall. By the way, I believe that comes on September 14th. Uh, what, t tomorrow it'll be uh, exactly two weeks and, and, you know, kick Governor Gavin Newsom out of there, put Larry Elder in. I think that's the best choice. But then, folks, next year's midterms are so incredibly important they really are and by the way just before we go don't think i forgot about chirac because it is monday we need to give you the uh numbers of the shootings this weekend in chicago which mayor Lori lightweight still doesn't care about joe biden doesn't care about 48 shot five fatally in weekend violence across chicago weekend gun violence in chicago Claimed the lives of five people and wounded at least 43 others. Get this, including a 14-year-old, two 15-year-olds, and two 16-year-olds. May God bless their families. We send our prayers to the 13 service members who died. We send our prayers to these five who died in Chicago. And the Democrats, what do they do, folks? They're busy checking their watch because I guess it's too inconvenient for them. When Americans die, Joe Biden and the Democratic Party could care less. Folks, there's good news, though, that I have to report for you. We have 1,238 days left to go in this complete disaster that is called the Biden administration.